Okay, we're finally back. It's been a time since we recorded. A lot has happened. Brittany has been freed. You've worked a full seasonal... Uh, a shift? Sh- not a shift, like a full seasonal career. <laughs> there and back and hopefully never again. But like maybe, who knows? Yeah, maybe. That discount has a chokehold on me Yeah. that I'll always go back. The discount's too good. Like you can't can't give it up unfortunately it took me a long time to really become okay with the fact that i was going to be giving it up my family's still not okay with the fact that i gave it up oh no they're still upset they're like do you still have friends there (laughs) you're like yeah but i don't think they want to talk to me because i left (laughs) i just let them flounder it's fine they haven't they're still not better no it's still a sinking ship yeah and i'm okay with that me too it just (laughs) means that they can't survive without us because we're the best and that leads us into our topic for today it does workplace culture Workplace culture. What uh, this? I feel like this is something that we have talked about at nauseum via text, but it's good to finally bring this to the air because I think people really need to understand just how crazy it was. Yeah, it's it's shifted a lot because you started before I did. So what year did you start? And like, where did you see like a really big shift? Yeah, so I started late two thousand sixteen. I was nineteen, and so I don't know, like. When I first worked there, like, I just don't remember, like, there being that many issues. Like, we just kind of, like, had a good time and, like, got work done and, like, hung out. And, like, there was, like, obviously some issues, like, with anything. There's going to be issues. But, yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, it's, I think, I'm trying to think of now, like, where it shifted into getting a little bit crazy. Well, I'm curious because when I was hired, I was the youngest and I was 18. And not to say that young people can't be really good workers. I think they're fantastic workers. I think we have a lot more younger friend groups who are here almost using this as a second hangout place. Yeah. And they're separated amongst different departments. So they kind of congregate mm-hmm. in one area on their shift. And then there are people left floundering. So right. it's that kind of shift of like making friends at work and not knowing anybody you work with to like whole friend groups being hired. And then, like, kind of people being on the outs. Because, like, either you're older. Like, we were both in our 20s. And then everybody else is, like, 17 and younger. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, that different vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, well, when I first started, it was me, a couple other people. Like, I feel like there was more of us in our, like, adult teens and 20s. Um, Because there was a few people in high school still, like, Grace (laughs) And, uh... Go Grace. I love her. We love Grace. And our friend Nicole, she was still in high school when I first started. Oh, yeah. But those two are crazy and would work their butts off for any anything. Oh, yeah. Well, Grace Grace, Grace is Grace. but Because <laughs> Grace would work. She liked to work in the back room, and I respected that. Because yeah. like, I knew she got stuff done back there. Yeah. So it was fine. And so like I just got to do the other stuff. But she was so funny. She was a hoot. Like, the first <laughs> shift I worked with her... Her mom had found her weed and like it was just her and I working and she was like in the back room crying and there were so many customers on the floor and like people are consoling her back there and people are yelling at me on the floor, but I don't want to make her feel bad. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. You go. She's like, I can't go home. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can go home. You're going to have to. You have nowhere else to go. I do. I feel like I was there that day because I feel like I remember that happening for whatever reason. She was like, her (laughs) Her mom found her weed. And then there was the other time that her parents went away and she had a party and they broke her sink. <laughs> and she remember she was like, 
I had to, they broke my fucking sink. <laughs> it's like, what did you expect? Yeah. That's like, you don't throw the house party you attend. Yeah. Because like someone's snorting grandma's ashes there. It's like, people are unhinged. People are wild. unhinged. They think it's so funny to like do crazy stuff. And I'm like, it absolutely is not. <laughs> I have to live here after this. Don't ruin my home. Like, Right? I, I can't. This is, no. Yeah. But anyway, she was lovely. She was a hoot. But yeah, I don't know if I could really like pinpoint where it went like completely south. It was after a couple years of me working there and things just kind of changed. We took on having to pitch MasterCards at the store and, and the kind of expectations changed after a couple years. Like we used to have like your expectations. Um, I won't say what they're called because it'll give it away. But they used to be called something else and the expectations shifted. Um twice when I was there because they were called one thing when I first started then they got changed to something else and then they got changed to what you would know now what is on the wall there now and I think like in those like corporate trickle down changes that get made things just kind of changed and changed and changed and our expectations of like what we needed to get done in the day changed and how we ran things changed because when I first started we used to keep all the socks in the back room and we just put out what we needed. Um, and they were just in these like ridiculous bins. So we used to just spend like a full day sorting the socks. And then we'd spend a day putting them out. And then things changed where it was like we had to put... <laughs> I know the socks are a bit of a delicate situation for you <laughs> and me. But and specifically you. Cause, um, but then we got like a new district manager. And he was like, everything has to be on the floor at all times. I'm like, it's literally not possible. Do you see how many socks they send us in a week? Like, it's absurd. Let me tell you how much I fixed that. When I left. Did you finally They're figure all it out? out there. I lost my mind. I fixed it all. That's so funny. Nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> also, all those Nike sandals are out there now. Yeah. Because why are they in the... You know what? We'll keep moving. This doesn't... This is another rant. Yeah. This is another rant for another time. For me, it was kind of when we didn't have a manager for yeah. a really long time. I was then... not there at this point. I had left... And so the first I. the first time I had left because we or are you talking about the second time we didn't have a manager because there was that Christmas that you guys didn't have a manager is footwear the dark arts it is. we just can't keep a manager yeah well we had the one manager that was manager when he first got hired he was manager for a long yeah. time and then was he still manager when you came back the second summer no or was when he gone? I came back it was a different one okay. and then um we came back um didn't have a manager when i came back oh that was the holiday you weren't there we came yeah, back that christmas and it was um between our current manager no that's not the, our manager shifted again it was between we can bleep out their names it was yeah. between and right because so dean had gotten hired as a like part-time yeah. associate and then the position opened up and she obviously got it because she's a, a amazing manager yes we love her because that was that's when i met her and she was just a part part-time worker and then when i came back she had been promoted to a full-time manager mm -hmm. and then she was great and then she moved to another department and then the position opened again and they gave it to someone with a lot of potential i don't think they are quite living up to that and I, it's partly probably not their fault in oh, that not at all. they're a, maybe a little bit too young to be doing something like that taking on a full management department managerial position position yeah you know it's bad when the manager comes to you and asks you how to manage your department and you've never been a manager before. And I'm right. like, I'm 
probably should not be training you. Yeah. You need to go ask our superior. Yeah. You're like, like, you're a superior. Maybe you shouldn't be asking me what to do here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, stop, stop directing the other coworkers at me because I don't want to tell them the wrong thing. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And I also found, like, we kind of lost a, lost a little bit of motivation mm-hmm. amongst workers to just, yeah. like, show up and, like, do the job. And there was kind of, like, a little bit of, like, I'm too cool to do this because that guy who made fun of me for knowing my stuff and then I told him off because I was like, well, once they realize you can't keep up with me, you're not going to have a job. I came back this holiday season and he was gone. Which is like the ultimate comeuppance in life. Right. I'm very happy that it happened for you. Thank you. I was so happy. I was like, where is he? Oh, he's gone? <laughs> Mama, where is he at? <laughs> not here. Not here. And so yeah, then I was talking to like our head manager and she was like, I was hoping because he had done stuff to get himself fired and she's like i thought getting rid of him would also scare the others to start working and it didn't yeah that's so funny well but it's true though like she not that she shouldn't have fired him or anything but like sometimes you have to set an example for people yeah the rest of the associates and i think too probably part of the problem i can't say for sure because i haven't been there in the way like in the capacity that you've been there in the past year but having all of these like young people working for you has to be a bit of a challenge too. Like I remember how I was in high school. Like if I had worked there when I was in high school, like I probably wouldn't have lasted. They wouldn't have liked me. Yeah, probably not. I wouldn't have liked me. I didn't like me in high school. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) So it would have been, um, a genuine feeling among all people that that didn't like me. So I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm just revealing a little bit too much about myself. That's fine. No, you know what? This was, I don't know, this is like, it's not even that triggering. I'm going to say it was triggering at the moment. The worst thing is, is like getting out of a relationship and just being like, life sucks. And then you come back to work and all these 16 year olds are happy in new relationships. And they're just like bouncing around the store together. And I'm like, fuck all of you. It's not going to last. It's not going to (laughs) last. Just like them all happy. Like, why didn't it work out? And I'm like, because when you turn 20, you care about things more than Instagram pictures. Oh, 100%. Like a relationship has to have substance at one point. This is why I haven't dated anybody in literally eight years. (laughs) It was so funny, though. Just all of them. Then they all also gave each other COVID. Oh, that's tea. <laughs> I do remember you telling me that. You're like, it's so ironic that they all give each other COVID. And I'm like, it really is ironic. We had like five workers at some point. Yeah. Which honestly uh, brings back to like, there was a period in time when you weren't, when you were away at school, because you didn't always come back at Christmas. You'd come back in the summer and that was it. There was a, a period in time where there was literally five of us. So it was me, a couple other people, because people just wouldn't show up for their shifts in the footwear department, which was, it was a, it was a rough time. I remember at that point that was probably also when i think the culture shifted it was one of the shifts in kind of how things were working because they wouldn't fire anybody they still don't oh sorry i can't say that's completely true because they did fire that one guy but like some of the stuff that people pull in there i know come on and i'm like honestly i'll put up with pretty much anything but if it's you just not showing up for a shift that's kind of where I draw the line of like, this needs to be documented and you need to be fired at some point. Like yeah. it was ridiculous. Like literally this one guy, I think he didn't show up for three months. He was still getting, he would get scheduled once a week and he would not show up and we knew he wouldn't, but it would be like, is that the guy I never met, but was always on there? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He was a bit of a twat. And so my friend Matt called him right out one day. It was like, honestly, like, why sure. do you even still work here? And then, cause he was like trying to get his shift covered in the group chat. Sorry, but I guess something that really bothered me when I went back was the attitude is something that I hadn't seen in a, like seen my entire time there. Someone had said that I don't want to take this job too seriously. 
Right. And I was like, huh? There's like what a certain you- amount of like, you have to take it a little bit seriously. Like I'm you just work like, here. Do you not take pride in what you do, even if it is just doing this? Because mm-hmm. like, like you can take pride in it. Like how you talk to people, how um, you problem solve, how efficient you can be. Like that's something to be proud about. 100%. And they just didn't care. Yeah. And I think that's something that you and I, we both took pride in like getting shit done oh yes and like it was fun like we had so much fun just being like well well, here we go (laughs) let's just do it like and we get so much done in a day you and i like we'd help all the customers and get so much done there was that one day it was a saturday it wasn't like crazy busy but it was me you and sean (laughs) and uh this was before we had fully adopted sean as our little brother and and converted him to a good worker bullied him bullied him into being a good worker 100 percent um and uh it wasn't that busy, but we literally helped all the customers all day and cleaned the entire department. Like I literally was moving shelves and cleaning under them. And like, oh yeah, we got like all of the socks out, finished stock. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, mowed the lawn in the front. Yeah, pretty much. Just, yeah. We mowed the grass in the golf department. <laughs> <laughs> we we got that putting green, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> it's still used for storage, but it's fine. Oh, That's, the swing cage, not the putting green. Well, yeah, which is a waste of space. The biggest waste of space of all time. The swing cage or the putting green? Both. Because <laughs> they don't, you can't even putt. They covered the hole <laughs> with a grid. Because employees are probably just putting on their shift. Well, they were. That was the, that is why they covered it. <laughs> I love that they thought that we wouldn't use that. I was like, the Harkins guys have nothing to do all day long. Of course, they're going to just putt throughout their shift. Like... <laughs> Get some Red Bulls and just putt. That's so funny. The Red Bull. Okay, can we please take a moment? I'm sorry, this is so off topic. Can we please take a moment to discuss how much Red Bull and Monster was drank in that store? Absurd. I'm not an energy drink person. Neither am I. It's like, I have had two coffees today and I'm like, I have a bit of a caffeine headache and I'm just like uh, uh, vibrating a little bit. So I I could not imagine having an energy drink. Like people were drinking them like... The Water. supply was going out. Yeah. Like, this was their last chance to get it. Yeah. They I, were, like, literally, like, I'm in the middle of a desert right now, and the only thing that will quench my thirst is cotton candy-flavored acidic beverage. It's crazy. Just, and, like, so young, too. 17-year-olds just sucking back Monster Energy drinks and Red Bull all day long. And just so you'd, you'd know, too, because you'd come around the corner into the back room where we'd, like, keep all of our water, and there'd be a line of them. And the smell would hit you directly in between the eyes. This like ridiculous cotton candy beverage smell. And I didn't it, mind the smell, but I could never, the taste. Mm-mm. It was, it was just like, I was almost impressed. I'm because like, I'm wondering sometimes if it was like, cause it was Sunday morning. So people- I'm so sorry. There is a bar being dropped outdoors. <laughs> um, we are recording in Christina's kitchen and it is like Guyana in here right now. So we do it's have really the window hot. <laughs> really warm (laughs) what is it like minus 12 outside literally like a nice february in canada and it's tropical in here (laughs) honestly though like i'm kind of here for it it like really feels like a getaway (laughs) (laughs) it's your like surfer surfer vibe it does thank you i appreciate that your grandfather said he's coming (laughs) we have to make him feel welcome (laughs) (laughs) we'll make it nice and warm yeah um oh what was i gonna say we're talking about the red bull Oh, yeah. I feel like also sometimes they were, like, rallying oh, from, from their the night, night out before. Party. Yeah, like, 100%. especially, like, I'm going to call them out. You can believe them. I think they'd find this hilarious. Like, Literally, Every day, every weekend, like, every Saturday and Sunday, they were 
so hungover. But hardest workers. Yeah. They got everything done. Some Sundays would have sunglasses on, like the big mop, leaning against the mop to mm-hmm. hold him upright and just like walking around the store trying to clean up. Yeah. 100%. Like, he was not fully there yet. But he was still working harder than half the people who were exactly. already ready for the day. Yeah. There was this guy named Braden that we used to work with before you worked there. And he he's my age. We got hired the same month in 2016. Um, and we were like, yes, let's have a great time. Like he was he's a good friend of mine. And um he came to work one Sunday. He didn't start till 11. The rest of us started at 9.30. Okay. So it was me, Nicole, Grace. We all started at 9.30 and then Braden was coming in 11 to 4 to cover breaks. And uh, he comes in at 11. And this man had had so much tequila the night before. He was still drunk and still smelled like tequila. It was the greatest thing of all time. But you bet your ass he worked hard. <laughs> He was like out on the floor, like <laughs> schmoozing the customers because he was still drunk. And when I tell you he smelled like a liquor store, the man smelled like a liquor store. It was unreal. It was just seeping from his pores. He was sweating tequila. Mm-hmm. He was taking lime shots in the back. Oh my God, he was. Between. Yeah. And and Grace used to rally pretty hard on Sunday mornings, her and I, like some Sunday mornings. Like there's a picture of me somewhere in the stratosphere of I literally had to wear a blanket to work. I was so hungover. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I'm somebody like I wear glasses and I'm somebody who never wears my glasses in public. Like I will I if I have to get up at four thirty AM and shove my contacts in my eyes and if that's what I have to do, I will do it. I hate wearing glasses with passion. I was so hungover this day I wore my glasses to work. It was like ridiculous. Like <laughs> That's how everyone knew like he's done. I know. I was like literally walking around like unkempt like i don't even think i had like done anything with my hair that day and like yeah i needed to shave really bad and i hadn't shaved it was rough like i was probably like the most hungover i'd ever been at work so long story short there's no excuse no because guess what i got shit done that day once but once it hits like 11 you kind of rally and then at one you can go get the greasiest lunch of all time and it really brings you around so yeah it's perfect you can be fine like we might have to bleep him out for this he was on shrooms one shift and i worked with him and he still helped customers. Yeah. Not well, but like, he, didn't he was there. He help customers well to begin with, so. I remember the first day when he was like on his spiral down of like that stomach oh sickness. Gosh. He almost died from that. Really? Yeah. That was like, that summer was rough for him. Like he was deceased, like almost yeah. deceased. I don't know what it was. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah. Even I do have a degree. It's the... not in healthcare, so. You have a science degree. <laughs> I literally do. And you know what my science degree is in? Film and television production. How is that a science? Please tell me. Plug in all these wires. That's fair. I'm just like so technically smart, you know. But yeah, I don't know why I have a degree in science. Like that's just the way it worked out. Ireland, please explain. Yeah, I also got my degree in Ireland. So it's like probably is fake. Good for you. That's but... so fine. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I passed. I had class three days a week. I spent literally every weekend in a different country. Good for you. Or Honestly? drinking Guinness. Because, yeah, that was the same year, like, COVID happened. Like, good mm-hmm. for you for, like, finishing your degree, going to another country, and, like, living it up. Yeah, man. I was, like... Uh, so, I left in 2019, and COVID hit 2020, March of 2020. So, I got my traveling in before the pandemic. It was great. I didn't wait. I was going to go to, like, Malta in Italy, and I didn't get to do that. I'm very upset. Eventually. Eventually. One day. I also need to go back to Ireland, because I'm one of those, like, Guinness Supreme people now that believes guinness is better in ireland and guess what it is i mean isn't that where it's from yeah 
So that's why it's better because it, it doesn't. We I always say it doesn't travel well. It gets a little syrupy when it comes here. But we did go. Remember we went to that restaurant with some work people. Um, we went to um, after work one Sunday with work people, and I got a Guinness. Me and Caitlin got Guinness. Is that the place beside the Walmart? Yeah, where Payless Shoe Source used to be. <laughs> R.I.P. Payless Shoe Source. <laughs> I feel so bad for the people listening to this. You went to a restaurant beside a Walmart where Payless Shoes used to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's so sketchy. Yeah, but if people knew where we're from, they'd understand. Yeah, that's, it's, that's high it's class. It's actually probably <laughs> we were dining on the Titanic. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> at this place. But remember, so that's like probably the best Guinness I've had outside of Ireland. Was there? Oh, that's impressive. Yeah, I don't know. Like their lines were still clean. Like there's a thing. Like so, the line that comes up from the keg into the into the spout like if it's not clean it takes on the taste like that beer will take on the ta- taste of the keg and then the lines on the way up so it gets like a really metallic flavor and so um i think it was a new keg and the restaurant had just opened so the lines were still clean like i'm curious to go back and see if it's still good take john taffer in there john taffer <laughs> love <laughs> him still good. oh my goodness love him i think uh bar rescue maybe has a couple other places it should go here before it goes there <laughs> it's got some it's got some stops to make covid shut a couple of them down but it's fine yeah there's like one place in particular on on uh a specific street downtown yeehaw um, nay that uh-huh. that did get shut down mm-hmm. have you did you ever go to that that club of course not oh of course not it's like a a milestone in my life <laughs> <laughs> that I went to this place. I only went a couple times. It was such a scuzzy thing. I would just get, I'd just go to dance. Like I wasn't into like, people there to like try and pick people up. I was like, absolutely not. I would never, you would never catch me dead leaving with a woman from that place. No, thank you. I love how this is nowhere near a topic of workplace culture. We this got is, so This far. is what the people came here for. Right. Our great personalities. <laughs> it was, we had a great time working together. We did. I think, Probably one of my favorite stories is, um, so we were, it was us in the back and we used to, we'd, we do this thing where we get onto a specific video or something from a movie, like a a quote from a me. Yeah. We, and we, we fixate on it and think it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. And the more you say it, the the funnier funnier it is. And like the more we can like work it into our conversations, the funnier it is. So we used to, we would do that at work when we would work together and we'd get in the back and scream these quotes at each other. Like, and it would be like, we'd fixate on a couple at a time and then we'd forget about like older ones as newer ones came in and, and, and we were working with this one guy and we were like, I don't even know what it was probably Bonquiqui specifically that we were. (laughs) Angela Johnson. Angela Johnson. Love love you. Angela, if you're listening to this. We are baby Queequees. We are, we are baby (laughs) Queequees. And we want to have you on. I know you used to be a Raiderette. I want some stories from you being a Raiderette. You know how it is. I just listened to her on, she was on Burt Cast with Burt Kreischer. If you've ever listened to it, he is so funny. The Kool-Aid? Yeah. Oh, the Kool-Aid. We did talk. We did quote that frequently. Um, But I think we were quoting Bonquiqui specifically. And uh, we were screaming, um, Sakarity! (laughs) Sakarity! Mr. Williams. (laughs) It was like any time a customer was like rude to us and like, you can't yell at the customer on the floor. So just like coming to the back and yelling that. Yeah. It was was, so funny. It was cathartic. But, and so this person specifically, we were screaming that at each other in the back and he comes back and he was like, what is going on? Like he was so concerned. And that was when we like really broke the wall down and like, 
brought him over to the dark side (laughs) (laughs) it was like a combination of that and i can't remember if we talked about on our last one about how we used to get him back to the department did we mention that i don't think so maybe we did i can't remember remember. tell it again if you've already heard the story i don't give a fuck deal with it (laughs) (laughs) anyways this kid um he's a fantastic worker now um when he first started he used to always like run away from our department Mm -hmm. and we'd like tell him like can you just like take care of the customers and we'll do everything in the back and that's all you have to do but he would leave and he would run away and we couldn't find him and then our manager would come and they would get upset that no one was on the floor and we were like he was supposed to be on the floor (laughs) (laughs) this isn't our fault and then we'd have to get on the floor and deal with angry customers because they didn't see anybody anyways we came to this conclusion (laughs) where we would go and (laughs) <laughs> shout at him over the loudspeaker in yeah, the store. Yeah, we'd, we'd make an announcement in the store and we'd be like, bleep to footwear, bleep to footwear. And he'd come back and he'd be like, what? And we'd be like, literally, where did you go? If you need to use the washroom, that's fine, but you have to tell me you're leaving. Like, And the best part, like one of our managers actively encouraged us to do it. Oh, she thought it was funny. She was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. And then I had to write a paper about workplace conflict. <laughs> Thank you, Sean, for that A+. Yes, we love you, Sean, if you're listening to this. I don't know why I just bleeped your name out before we've literally said your name all podcast. Yeah. Also, sorry, Aaron, that I called you Sean for two weeks and you never corrected me. Yeah, that's his own fault. He should have corrected you. <laughs> what a fool. We have like Sean one, two, and three. Do you remember? I'm sorry. I'm going off topic oh, again. No, no, Do you remember when we used to quote um, the girl who gorilla glued her hair? <laughs> we have gorilla glue downstairs. And yesterday I went to my mom like, oh my gosh, I use this as hairspray. <laughs> had, she was going to smack me. <laughs> I kind of wish she had. <laughs> she was like, what? Because she's seen that video too and she yeah. thinks it's hilarious. It's so funny because she's like, the girl like uses, so she's like, if you use got to be glued spray in your hair, <laughs> do not use the, I thought the Gorilla Glue spray was going to be good. Do not use the Gorilla Glue spray in your hair. And this lady is like literally like has this spray in her hair and her hair is making audible sound as she runs her acrylic it (laughs) It was absurd it was like honestly probably the funniest thing for a while and and when we were showing too she was like what are you guys talking about and we were like this lady gorilla glued her hair and and she's like and for those of you that know me you know that my hair has been like this for a month now (laughs) it's not Not by by choice choice. (laughs) the best was Dean had no idea what we were talking about and then turns the corner and she's like i saw that on tmz yeah she's like I, i'm up on that tmz is where i got all my news <laughs> she was ready she thought it was so funny it was it, honestly like that's probably like one of the funnier things that we were like can you believe can you believe <laughs> that was so good like honestly that was like a highlight of like what made the store for me yeah that was like peak time like you and i just like screaming like and uh so there's this video compilation of um Kimora Black and like Derek Barry, like, like other RuPaul Drag Race queens. queens, and so Kimora Black, and I think uh, I think it's always her and somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so somebody like went in and did this supercut from this show of her saying the dumbest shit of all time because she's like literally like I don't know I don't know I think probably it's partly put on. Like, I don't think she's that dumb. Like, how do you make it that far in life and don't even know what baloney is? Like, <laughs> I think it's also like just like word vomit. Like, yeah. any thought she comes into her head, 
that comes into her head, she just like says it. She's like, wait a second. Like it's yeah. so thinking out loud too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And she's like, Canada isn't a country. And Derek Barry's like, Canada is definitely a country. And she's like, oh yeah, it has customs. Yeah. She's like, all right. Anything that has customs is a country. And we're like, yeah, a hundred percent. Like Canada is a country. Um, we may be recording in an igloo right now. You'll never know, but <laughs> that's for us that's... to know and for you to find out. And for Americans to stereotype. Yeah. Honestly, I'm here for the stereotypes, though. Some of them are funny. Some of them are true. <laughs> <laughs> a boot. A boot. Some people do say that really aggressively. Yeah. If you're from out east, I think people like kind of take the, the east coast accent and put it on all of us. But I think people need to stop hyping up the Quebecois accent. Because uh, <laughs> there was an, um, a season of The Bachelor where they like brought the Canadian ones with the Americans and there was one from Quebec and they're like, oh my God, he sounds so sexy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not even right French. Yeah. He's like, no, it's literally like ghetto French. I'm so sorry. Like I, I can't, I really can't say anything because I speak zero French, but. Oh yeah. I'm acting like I don't, yeah. I'm a degenerate Canadian. I, I don't speak French. I don't either. Like my grandma's literally from Sherbrooke and I speak zero French. Like literally she spoke fluent French and English she'd be like oh like do you know any french and it'd be like absolutely not the ontario school system does not teach us french whatsoever nope yeah i had a really good french teacher up until about grade six and then the other one did not care yeah why did we always have bad french teachers i feel like that's like such a common thing if you're yeah. from ontario and you're listening to this please comment below if you had a bad, bad french teacher please and thank you leave us a leave us a comment on um apple podcasts and let us know if you also had a bad french teacher <laughs> yeah like specifically high school yeah. My elementary school one was really good. Yeah. I only took French in grade nine and I was like, absolutely will not be taking this again. Goodbye. Really? It didn't start till grade nine? No, I took French all through grade one through to... Oh, okay. But I stopped in grade nine. That's the only year of high school I took it. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, we don't need this. I went to band. Did you? What did I go to? Oh, like law. I took law. I know. Okay. Let's get back on topic here. Okay. You don't need to hear about my high school career. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> no one needs to dig it up it was rough okay yeah no i was gonna say um the funniest thing i thought was like the lack of training i don't think anybody was like properly trained ever you weren't i don't i i trained you for like five minutes and i was like you're gonna have to go off on your own yeah and you were like what <laughs> and i was like well okay and that was when we didn't have the little pdt scanners oh, we just like when you, that that week you started was the week we got them i felt so bad because i had like literally spent time trying to train you on the old system i was like you're not gonna need to know this i love that you say the old system as if it was something like so robust it was through inside the shoe was a number and yeah. then you would look at that number and then you'd walk to the back and you would find that number and then you looked at me and said okay it might be on shelf 16 but it also might be on 18 19 or 20 so you're just gonna have to open some of these and hope for the best and i feel like it some days I feel a little bit bad about that because I was the reason that they were on eight shelves. It was no, it was it, me. It, it, don't feel bad because it was so funny. <laughs> it, was like, it was just like such a typical retail experience. Yeah. Like another coworker being like, I don't know why this is the system, but this is how it is. Yeah. I was literally like, it says it's here, but it's probably not here because I moved it because I was putting stock away and needed room. And that, yeah, I was like, it says it's here, but it's definitely not here. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. But okay. I, and you'll, you, cause you, we use the PDTs from then on out, like when you started. Oh, yeah. So you will never know the, like, when I was training new people, I guess you would know because I was training you bef a little bit before the system started of like, just the, like, you're trying to find a shoe. And I'm like, 
it's right here. And I'd like open the shelf and it would be right there. And you'd be like, how do you know where all these shoes are? It's like, you just learn it. Because now you also can like look at the UPC numbers on the back, Mm -hmm. like all this stuff. Where was it when I started? It's fine. And I feel like the new system, like it's good in some ways, but also not good in others because it forced us to everything had to be where it was supposed to be or we weren't going to find it. Chaos. And now it's like, it could be wherever, as long as it's put to a shelf, it can be wherever. And that's what happens. And that's what happens. And it helps sometimes where it's like one random shoe on a random shelf. You're like, well, at least it was there and I actually found it. So it's like a bit of a double-edged sword of like, things used to be so much more organized and now they're like not organized. So. And then when the system goes down, which it does all the time, mm-hmm. the store crumbles. Yeah. Because like a couple of us are able like, okay, well, it should be here. It's fine. Yeah. But some just can't. Yeah, and we were good enough, too, like, towards the end there where we'd be like, it's not here, but I bet it's here, and we'd go and find it. Because we spent every waking hour at that store. Yeah, we did. I spent more time with you at that store for a long time than I spent at home. Oh, yeah, I didn't see my family for a month, but I saw you every day. I was like, (laughs) that's fine. And I'd, like, go home and, like, see my mom for, like, 20 minutes. I'd be like, yeah, like, I had a good day working with Christina. And then she'd be like, oh, okay. be like, yeah, I'm working with her again tomorrow. We got called in. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) It's just how it went. No, my favorite thing that happened over this break was, um, because in the summer, we don't have to mop. We can just, like, sweep and it's fine. But, like, I mop, like, you mop once in June. You mop once in July. You mop once in August. And you're good. And it looks fine. Yeah. And, but because everyone's, like, bringing in the salt and the slush and whatever, whatever, we mop every day. And I never have the closing shifts because everyone else is in high school. So I work the day. But then one day they gave me a night shift and I went to go fill up the mop bucket. And I'm rolling it out there and I start mopping and someone looks at me. And they're like, where'd you get soap? <laughs> and I was like, on the shelf. I was like, what have you been using? <laughs> and they're just using the murky water. Oh, God. The bucket. And I'm like, what do you mean? Where do you get soap? Yeah. The bare minimum. They were yeah. so like clueless. It blew their mind that there was soap to mop the yeah. floor with. Do you remember there was a period of time where we used Windex to clean everything? Nicole, <laughs> I know you're listening to this. Do you remember when there was a specific period of time where we'd literally clean like clean everything with Windex? Oh, when I thought I was doing a great job when it was like peak COVID and I was gonna like wipe down every surface and then I did it with Windex instead of the antibacterial spray. Honestly, like Windex probably does the same thing. I feel like wind like if you can die from drink you can die from drinking Windex, so I feel like it works. Yeah, it's fine. As long as it's some cleaner on there. Yeah. I don't know. No one's licking that table. Yeah. I hope. Kids do some weird shit, though. Yeah, there was this really early on, there was this kid and he was like a toddler just chewing on a shoe. And I was like, oh, no. And the parents like, he needs to build an immune system. And I'm like, during a global pandemic. Um, Also, (laughs) maybe don't chew the merchandise. That's gross. (laughs) Like, you're expecting me to to sell this spittle soiled shoe now? Absolutely not. (laughs) Thank you, but this no thank you. Chonkla, that's just... This cherry chonkla? That's cherry chonkla? That's what it was. Not the cherry chonklas. I would have bought those if they came in a men's size. Those were cute. Right? They did come in my size. I almost bought Heelys, too. Oh, I really wanted you to get Heelys so bad to just be cruising around the if apartment. I ever go back, and I, none of you are stopping me, if any of these managers are listening, I am buying Heelys and ripping around the store. I'll put on a helmet mm-hmm. if that's what they need. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise... Um, you used to figure skate we're gonna get back on topic here i i will again probably derail the this is see this is why the workplace culture has gone south because they don't have us and our absolute comedic gold to 
uh, keep them going. My favorite thing we ever did at that store. It's it seems like it would have been the Sean thing, but no, my favorite thing was the survivor list. We made a list of <laughs> all of the workers in footwear, and if we were on Survivor, who would we vote out first? And our managers used it on how to train people. Yeah, we were like, this is the tier of like people we dislike basically that we would vote out immediately in tribal council yep yeah no like we fully i was like close to like so i have this like ridiculous idea to like write a show about that place i was like that'll be a whole season like a survivor season where like nobody they like close the store and just play survivor it'll be like community level um paintball yes have you seen that yeah they did like the school-wide paintball games the pillow fort yeah yeah so we were talking about our survivor list and yeah our managers would use it to figure out who they needed to train and we actively updated it like people Mm -hmm. moved up and down the list they did i would and as people quit i'd be like delete and then like move people in (laughs) the tribe has spoken the tribe has spoken (laughs) please pack and and we did the thing too where we were like made it a a mix of um uh america's next top model and (laughs) and survivor where we'd be like the tribe has spoken. Please pack your things and go. You're no longer in the running. <laughs> <laughs> One day you're in, the next day you're out. The Vita Zane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Heidi Tyra. Klum from Project Runway. Yes, uh, we one. did. That's true. Yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, I, and Tyra and her like, do you remember when she screamed at that one girl? She's like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? I only scream at people like this because I love them. <laughs> She did not love anybody on that show. No, I, I was listening to a podcast of some kind. Can't remember what it was, and they were like talking about how actually like toxic. Oh yeah, the worst was when she'd make those girls shave their head because they're like, yeah. "You have a beautiful face," and she sent them home next week. Yeah, they're like your face couldn't cut it, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I know they'd like literally like transform these people and like do things on them in the makeover that they did not want, and then they'd be gone the next week and have to live with like whatever do you remember oh my goodness i'm so sorry we're going so <laughs> off topic again do you remember the episode um i used to watch it with my sister a lot and there's a specific episode i remember and i, I really not try to be like racist but they gave this white girl um a weave and they didn't do it right and so it was really really painful and not that i'm saying like a like a weave is, is painful because like yeah because usually like people kind of like they stop being tender headed once you pull their hair so much they're just like used, used to, to it. it. Yeah. And also I don't know like if you don't have kind of like those kinkster curls, I don't think it's like straight hair strong enough on its own to kind of hold that cuz like yeah. once you braid my hair like it's gonna Right. It's not moving. It's not gonna yeah. slip. And I just remember it being like she was like, "Oh, like in pain from it and then they ended up having to take it out i felt bad yeah because it was like one of the ones that they like legitimately like stitched in oh they crocheted into her head what were we actually talking about before i decided oh we were talking about the survivor list and so yeah it was like a legitimate thing and we we took it maybe a little too seriously in the fact that and we'd go up to people and be like yeah you're on the top of the survivor list so Mm -hmm. but then you know what it also motivate motivated employees too because like once they kind of knew we had this list and it like wasn't a malicious thing it was just when it was just funny like we were just like joking around (laughs) like i just remember it being funny yeah no one took it seriously but people like it also kind of encouraged people like oh people know when i don't work if they were on the bottom like we never told them off yeah it was just like we know we know we're watching you (laughs) (laughs) here we go should we do what our retail therapies have been for the last three months (laughs) yep (laughs) 
I I'll start off. I don't I didn't really write anything down, but I think my biggest thing, and so this is something that I was looking at. I was very close to purchasing a new iMac. I really wanted it, but I decided against it for now. But I'll probably get one later. But that's my retail therapy. On the I, way. Want, I want a new iMac, and I want it in the colors because I want to live the early two thousands realness. <laughs> early two thousands realness. It is. It's early two thousands realness. Um, I think I might get the blue. That one's nice. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at, I know which one I want, so I edit this podcast, fun fact. So if the last one was shitty, please direct all comments at me for that. No, just don't blame <laughs> it on the fact that you don't have that iMac yet. That's true. Because this guy, my MacBook Pro is decent enough, but to do, if we ever add video in, it, it'll be a Game little bit. Over. Yeah. It won't, it sounds a bit like it's going to take off most of the time if I'm like doing like serious editing on it. So to avoid that. I want to get a new one and I'm yeah I know which like level I'm gonna get with with a new one anyway that's beside the point so what was yours for this week I um got t- comedy tickets with some friends to see Eliza oh, I can't pronounce Schlesinger it. yes, yes her. her with her little dog yeah we're gonna go she put see her dog on stage she usually does the original one passed which is so sad Blanche Blanche she has a new it, one but is I it hope named Rose I don't know is it named after a different golden girl <laughs> i hope so we should look it up we should but anyway we'll do that off, as i'm off actively air. not trying to look it up yeah but yeah we're gonna go see her she's in niagara in the summer oh that's so fun right so my friend's like let's also go to a casino i'm like i will be bringing 20 dollars, and i want to at least walk out with 20 dollars. yeah you're like i will not be high rolling <laughs> i don't have money <laughs> i'm not spending that tuition yeah exactly that's fun. So that's in the summertime. So hopefully everything stays open enough for that. Here's to hoping. In these, in these, it is and in times. I am bathed in his blood. <laughs> Canada is a little buck wild, but it's fine. We won't go there. It's not worth it. No. We don't need to. That's not what this is about. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Okay, bye. <laughs> Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Cam and Chris talk retail therapy on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and send us an email about your crazy retail stories to c and c talk retail therapy at gmail.com <laughs>